Today's show is sponsored by CloudZero. For software-driven companies focused on growing margins, CloudZero is the only cloud cost intelligence platform that puts engineering in control by connecting technical decisions to business results. By analyzing cloud services like AWS and Snowflake, CloudZero provides real-time cost insights that help you maximize margins. Engineering teams can answer critical questions like, who are my most expensive customers? How much does this specific feature cost our business? What's the cost impact of re-architecting this application? With cost anomaly alerts via Slack, product-specific data views, and granular engineering context that makes it easy to investigate any cost, CloudZero is your complete cloud cost intelligence platform, connecting the dots between high-level trends and individual line items. Join companies like Drift, Rabbit7, and SeatGeek by visiting cloudzero.com slash cloudcast to get started today. That's cloudzero.com slash cloudcast. Cloudcast Media presents from the massive studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is the Cloudcast with Aaron Delb and Brian Gracely, bringing you the best of cloud computing from around the world. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to the Cloudcast. We are coming to you live from the massive Cloudcast studios here in Raleigh, North Carolina. A new month kicking off, September of 2022. Kids are kids are going back to school. The fall is just right around the corner in terms of the calendar. And uh, unfortunately, it's going to start getting a little bit darker each day uh, until we uh, we start to get into, you know, October, November, December. So enjoy the sunshine while you can, especially if, uh, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. I guess if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, maybe things are starting to get better for you. But uh, that's, a, that's a part of school I don't totally remember. So if I have that backwards, I apologize for our friends down in the Southern Hemisphere. Anyways, hope everybody's doing well. This is uh, the show is going to go out uh, on Sunday, which is the day before Labor Day here in the United States, which is uh, kind of an interesting holiday. I know that sounds a little bit United States centric. We try and not be so U.S. centric, um, although that's where we live. But uh, you know, there is International Work Day uh, in a lot of places around the world. I think I read in about eighty countries. I don't know if they're all celebrated on the same day or not. I should probably do some homework on that, but. Um, I was thinking about it just in the perspective of um, we, at least here in the United States, uh, we have this holiday called Labor Day. It's sort of the end of summer, if you will. Um, and it's it's a weird day because we we celebrate uh, labor, uh, the, you know, the, those of us who those of us who work and those people who, you know, probably do much harder jobs than we do in tech where we often are sitting, you know, in a in a, you know, air conditioned room or in a comfortable chair or under a roof, uh, you know, and, and are just using our hands and our brains and stuff like that, as opposed to folks who do very difficult, grueling physical labor. And, but anyways, it's a, it's a holiday. We, we call Labor Day and we celebrate it by not doing any labor. We take the day off. Um, anyway, so it, it, it kind of got me thinking, kind of try to put a little bit of perspective, uh, for me. This is a Sunday perspective show. Try to think a little bit about, about labor. And, you know, we, we sort of have this, this thing that goes on back and forth within the tech industry, and I think it probably goes on back and forth with a lot of industries, um, labor has been uh, front and center for the last two or three years for most of the world. Um, a lot of things have happened. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of industries that are uh, had people leave, had people quit, you know, the great resignation, not just in technology, but in a lot of industries, um, whether it was for labor conditions or wages or, you know, just proximity to your other workers and you couldn't work and all sorts of things. But uh, a lot has changed over the last couple of years, uh, two or three years uh, from, you know, people uh, making more money, people quitting their jobs, people seeing wages rise, but uh, because, you know, labor shortages, all sorts of labor related things. And it always brings up the question of, you know, do we do we live to work or do we work to live? Um, you know, and 
you know, are we are we okay with uh, you know with sort of the incremental change in in what labor looks like? So I thought what I would do on this fine Labor Day holiday weekend is uh, talk a little bit about the concept of labor, uh, especially as we we think about it from a tech perspective. Um, you know, a lot of us are <laughs> are doing work day in and day out, sometimes late nights, sometimes weekends, and uh, so I thought what I'd do is uh, after the break talk a little bit about about labor and some perspective on on uh, on labor on this Labor Day weekend. So get to that right after the break. Buffering, how annoying! Did you know that seventeen out of twenty people stop watching a video because of stalling and rebuffering? Don't let your users click away to a competitor's site. If your business lies in online media, rely on CDN 77 to deliver a seamless online experience to your audience. CDN 77 is one of the leading global providers of content delivery network services. They power the world's most popular websites and apps, such as Udemy, ESL Gaming, Live Sports TV, and social media platforms. Aside from their massive and redundant global network, you're going to love their no BS attitude and skilled team of engineers ready to help 24-7. No chatbots, no tickets bouncing around unresolved for days, just people who know your use case and can immediately help you pinpoint and fix the problems. Don't wait until users run out of patience. Go to cdn77.com slash cloudcast and ask for a free trial with no duration or traffic limits. That's cdn77.com slash cloudcast. And we're back. And, you know, as I mentioned at the top of the top of the show, uh, I'm going to talk for a little bit about uh, about labor. Um, and I know that seems weird, but uh, for a Labor Day weekend, I thought maybe it would be a good good one to do. I'm going to keep this one fairly short because quite honestly, um, you know, if, if you get an extra day uh, that you don't have to work or that you're obligated not to work or legally you, your business is not open or whatever reason that you celebrate Labor Day, uh, take the day, take the day off. And so, yeah, if, uh, you know, if, if listening to a podcast is part of your routine, maybe it's what you do to walk the dog or mow the grass or, you know, go out and you're exercising, that's cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, this won't be the normal sort of 30 minute one. I think it's going to be five or 10 minutes at, at, at most. So, um, anyway, so I, I got to thinking about this and I, and I thought about it in a couple of contexts. Um, and I think what sort of triggered me to, to think a little bit about labor was, uh, it's, you know, it's Labor Day weekend here in the United States, which typically means we get Monday off. Um, I, uh, I took, I took a new job about six months ago and, um, you know, I've spoken a little bit about it in the show. And um, so the last job I had, I had for six years, uh, maybe one of the best jobs I've ever had in my life. Uh, really loved the people that I worked with, loved the work I was doing. And probably surprised a lot of them because they they probably all thought I had one of the best jobs in the company. And I left because I kind of got bored. And I only bring that up not to talk about the old job, but really to kind of talk about things in the context of, you know, you never know where people are in terms of their relationship with with labor at any given time. And, you know, in the, in the context of that last job, I got bored. I was looking to be doing something else, not necessarily, you know, completely different kind of job or whatever it was, but just, you know, boredom became too much of part of what I was doing. And, you know, I I was thinking about it for this weekend because, um, I've been in this job for about six months and anytime you go and work to, for a smaller company, which is what I'm doing now, uh, in my day job, um, you're, you know, you're, you're, you have very long days. You have a lot to do because you're, you're kind of catching up and you're trying to act like a big company as a small company and there's a lot to do. And, um, so I was very much looking forward to this weekend and a chance to sort of get away from work, uh, completely for a few days and literally was going to go out into the middle of nowhere for about three or four days with some very good friends and, uh, hike around and, and do some outdoor activities. And unfortunately, 
uh, tore up my ankle, tore up some ligaments in my ankle, uh, sort of a dumb thing. But anyways, did that and were not able to do the trip. So that's kind of a bummer uh, in the in the in the short term sense of things. And you know, life happens sometimes. Uh, dumb things happen, and you know, you have to change course. But uh, you know, it was one of those things I got to thinking about it because. I could use the break. <laughs> I could use a couple of days of just not thinking about work and, and those sort of things. And I'll, I'll do the best I can. Um, but, you know, having a forced reason to or a forced activity that gets you away from those things is, is really important. And so I think the the bigger point about, you know, kind of what I wanted to talk about today was, you know, it's important to sort of not only understand your relationship with with work, with labor at any given moment in time, um, or in a period of time, because you're gonna you're gonna have a relationship with with labor that's gonna evolve over time, right? So you you know you you get your first couple of jobs, or you get out of college, or whatever. And a lot of what you're trying to do is your relationship with labor is it's kind of a combination of you know you're trying to make some money because you're now out on your own and you've got bills to pay, or you know college debts, or you know trying to buy a car or whatever it might be. You're trying to have fun, but you're also trying to trying to make a name for yourself. You're trying to learn some things. You're trying to establish yourself in a career. You're trying to figure out who you are. You're trying to figure out, do I like what I'm doing? Do I not like what I'm doing? What, you know, what, what will I like doing? Because, um, you know, for 99.99999% of us, um, we have to work. It's, you know, it's just sort of part of life. Uh, it allows us to, to take care of ourselves, to do all the things in the Maslow, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but you know, it also allows us to do fun things. And so, you know, the early part of your career, your relationship with labor is very much kind of kind of an exploration. You're trying to figure out what it means to, to go to work. It means, you know, what do you feel comfortable? How many hours a week do you feel comfortable working? What type of work do you feel comfortable doing? What type of work do you enjoy doing? You know, are you being rewarded for the type of work you do, either monetarily or emotionally or, you know, recognition, whatever it is. Later on in life, um, you know, some things will, will happen, they'll change. Maybe you get married, maybe you have, uh, you know, you, you move to a different country, maybe you change jobs, maybe you end up having, you know, starting a family, whatever it is. You know, there's going to be things that change in your relationship with labor because, um, you know, its importance hasn't necessarily changed. It's still important to, uh, you know, be working and, um, you know, have a, a role that, that allows you to provide for yourself, but you may be providing for other people. You may be responsible for other people. You may have family, other, you know, older family that you have to provide for. And so your relationship with labor somewhat changes. Your relationship with labor is going to change over time as you take on new responsibilities, you take on more responsibility. Maybe you move from a individual role to a leadership role in which you're, you know, not only responsible for your own work, but you're responsible for, you know, a team. You're responsible for being part of a bigger picture. And so your relationship with labor at that point is going to change. Um, you know, and, and, you know, there may be times when, um, you know, there's just things that change in life and everybody knows this. If you've, you know, if you're gone from your twenties to your thirties, your thirties to your forties, forties to fifties and so on and so forth, you know, things change, you know, your, you know, what you're responsible for changes, what motivates you changes. Um, and I think the biggest thing to remember is, is probably two things. If you take anything away from this sunny perspective, things is, is two things. Um, number one, um, you know, especially if, unless you work entirely by yourself, and, and there probably are some of you that work by yourself, but the reality is you're probably working with customers, clients, whatever you're doing. Uh, but let's say you you know you're you're an individual. You probably don't have to worry about this nearly as much. But if you work on a team, which is probably the vast majority of people that listen to this call, in some way you work on a team, you work for a company. Uh, it might be your own company, it might be somebody else. You know, it's important to understand that 
not everybody in your team, not everybody in your company, not everybody you interact with is going to have sort of the same relationship with labor. And, you know, you may be really motivated at any given time to do something. And you may find that certain people in your team aren't as motivated. And, you know, that could be for various reasons. They could be, you know, going through relationship issues. They could be going through, um, you know, inflection points in their career. They could be super excited about something new that you're working on. You could be, you know, at the end of a project and you're kind of tired and burned out and they're starting something new. And, you know, so it's always kind of conscious. It's important to sort of consciously keep in your mind, not only where you are with your relationship with labor in terms of, you know, are you excited about your job? What's it, what's it doing for you? Uh, but also to think, hey, what are, you know, where are other people, uh, the people that you work with, the people that are dependent on you, that you're dependent on, where are they? You know, kind of have an understanding of that because that can have a very big impact on the kind of expectations that you set with them, the type of expectations that um, you convey to them as to how well you're going to do something or how important something is. And um, so that can be that can be really, really important. Um, and again, you know, sometimes it's just worth it's worth asking questions of people, you know, not like, hey, do you care about your job or how important is your work? But just like, hey, how are you doing? You know, how, you know, where, where are you these days? You know, you know, what, just kind of understanding the context of what people are doing in terms of their relationship with labor, because, um, you know, not everybody in tech is working on the latest cool thing. Not everybody is comfortable with the work they're doing. Um, in some cases, people love the work they're doing and they have a crappy boss. And so, you know, the deadlines they have are, are unmanageable or, uh, the workload they have is not well-funded, but the you know amount of work they have is is overwhelming. And so, you know, it's always good to, you know, not only engage with the people that you have to engage with in terms of, hey, what are you doing? What's getting done? When are, you know, what's the timeline for these things or how much does it cost? But just, you know, try and get some context of where they are, especially if, you know, the interactions you have are bumpy or, you know, things seem to be slower than usual, or maybe the quality isn't what you would expect or whatever it might be, you know, keep in mind, that people go through a lot of different um, stages of, of their relationship with labor, and that can impact that. And the other thing I'll sort of say, um, and I know I've gone through this myself, and I know lots and lots of people have gone through this myself, um, especially with the last three years of the pandemic. And, and it's, I mean, it's been nearly three years. I mean, it's you know, it started in March of 2000, and we're into, you know, the second, so two and a half years, but what feels like, you know, the third year of going through this. There's a lot of us that are in some way, shape, or form, um, partially broken, mostly broken, have gone through periods where, you know, it, it just overwhelmed you. Um, you know, and the, and the pandemic changed a lot of stuff and it, it changed a lot of stuff. It broke a lot of things. It, it, um, it, it created new habits that aren't necessarily great habits. Right. And, you know, I think in our industry, we have a tendency to, um, you know, we would, we would work long hours because the work never seems to end in the sense of like, there's always new stuff to learn. There's always things to break. There's things to, or things to fix because things broke, um, you know, kind of evolve things. People have demands for technology that are sometimes unreasonable. Um, and so it never feels like the work sort of ends. And over the last few years, we've sort of adopted this schedule, whether you're in the U.S. or in other parts of the world in which, you know, <laughs> Zoom calls didn't have a it wasn't eight to five. It wasn't nine to five. It wasn't eight to six. It wasn't time zones didn't matter and all those sort of things. And so I think for a lot of people, you know, you developed habits out of survival mode in the last two years, three years. And in some cases we haven't unwound those. Um, we haven't fixed them. We've, they've become the new normal. And, 
you know, I know a lot of folks who probably aren't real happy with that, right? You know, they got themselves into a situation, they survived the last couple of years, and um, it's okay to sort of recognize like, yeah, some stuff might be broken, and and I might need some of those breaks. And, you know, I can say, you know, from, from firsthand experience, um, you know, sometimes change is good. Um, change is never as easy to th- as you think it is. Uh, you know, sometimes it's it's good to step away from some things, but sometimes it's just good to to take a break for two days or take a break for three days or a week or an hour or whatever and recognize that, like, that's the most important thing you can do. And just, uh, you know, get away from work, get away from anything having to do with work. Don't check your emails. Don't check your Slack. Don't be like, well, I'll sort of be available if needed. And sometimes you just need a complete break because, um, again, you know, we've, we've gone through so many strange things over the last couple of years. And I think quite honestly, like, um, you know, some of the habits that I've seen people develop, um, and I don't mean, you know, unfortunately like addictive type of habits, but just, you know, what, how they're working, how they're, how they're maintaining their health, how they're, you know, the relationships that they used to have that were built on more face-to-face personal things that have gone away and all that stuff. Like a lot's changed and a lot's, been sort of broken because of survival. It hasn't necessarily been fixed back the way it was before. And uh, it doesn't always feel like we're going to necessarily get back to that, whether that means going back in the office, whether we like it or not, or whether it means having events, uh, local events, big national events, regional events. Um, So be conscious of that, right? Be conscious of that for yourself personally. Uh, Be conscious of that for people on your teams, um, for friends. Um, But uh, yeah, so those, those two things, I guess, from my Sunday perspective is you know, not everybody is going to be in the same place as you are in your relationship to labor and, and, you know, be, be honest with yourself as to where you are with that stuff and, and, and try and have some context as you're talking to different people. And the second part is, you know, don't, don't be afraid to sort of admit, uh, you, <laughs> something might be broken, uh, in what you do. And, and you, some cases you can kind of realize it and start fixing it and it might take a few weeks to fix it or a few months to fix it. In other cases, um, you know, you might have to adapt to what the new whatever is, um, but try and get yourself to a place that's uh, that's good and healthy and and manageable and stuff. Because um, you know, I think we're going to get hopefully to a point where the pandemic is is not an everyday thing we have to think about, and uh, we're able to travel and we're able to interact with people in person and not be afraid of you know the sicknesses that come with that or the illnesses that come with that. But um, yeah, I think we're going to have to also be thinking about. Uh, you know, what, what is, what is our, our blurred lines between work and home and um, all those things What have happened to that over the last few years, um, you know, due to the pandemic and maybe, maybe because of the way your, your employer worked or whatever. But I think just in general, the, the idea of, you know, your relationship between your home or where you live, where you work, you know, your family, the separation of work and family and all those other sort of things that used to be maybe a little better defined or a little more manageable have become kind of blurry and, and some would say broken and so forth. So anyways, um, a little bit of heaviness there. didn't mean to really get too, too heavy on it, but I, I just know from talking to a lot of people from reading a lot, reading a lot of things, um, you know, labor has been a, a weird thing over the last few years. We've all tried to do it for survival. Um, you know, the world's been crazy for the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes, especially on, uh, days like this weekend that are coming up uh, with Labor Day, uh, sometimes it's good to reflect and think about what is your relationship with labor, and is it is it healthy? Is it is it doing you the things you want it to do? Is it getting you to the goals that you want? Is it becoming a problem? 
um, that you need to step back and look at and, and try and fix. And um, sometimes it's good to have, you know, a day of perspective, an hour of perspective or something on uh, something as important as is our relationship with labor because it follows us around <laughs> in some cases uh, more than 40 hours a week and, and for, you know, a good chunk of our, of our lives. So anyway, so that'll wrap it up. Hope everybody uh, enjoys their Labor Day weekend, whether you get the day off or not, if you're in the States or somewhere else, uh, maybe you just get a day off from having to deal with us Americans and all our uh, demands all the time and, and long hours and all the other crazy, crazy things that Americans do that maybe other parts of the world don't do. So hope everybody has a good Labor Day. Hope your relationship with labor is is good. Um, and with that, I'll wrap it up. Um, this week's show on uh, Wednesday will probably go out a little later than normal, and there's a little bit of weirdness in there, but it should go out on Wednesday. And with that, thanks to everybody for getting through the summer with us. Uh, the show numbers have been up, um, again, through the summer, which is unusual because usually they dip in the summer. People you know, go to the pool and enjoy life and go on vacation and stuff. And uh, so thank you all for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for helping us grow the show. Um, Aaron and I both celebrated, uh, wedding anniversaries here this last week or so, Aaron, 25 years. So congratulations to, to him and Kim, uh, my wife and I, 19 years. So congratulations, I guess, to us. Um, it's crazy that the two of us have a wedding anniversary on the same day, which is kind of unusual. Um, not, not at all planned, just dumb coincidence. But, uh, so thank you to, to both of our wives for putting up with our, uh, our nonsense for all these years and putting up with us. And uh, with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you all. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Cloudcast. Please visit thecloudcast.net to find more shows, show notes, videos, and everything social media. 